0: Hello, my name is Jillian, my name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Pemberley
1: Podcast. Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to another fantabulous episode of The Pemberley Podcast. I said that like, I don't know if you ever saw The Amanda Show, and they had a little segment called The Girl's Room. I do remember that. And so I used the same vocal inflections for The Pemberley Podcast.
0: So you have to have known the Amanda Show that. Yeah, I so, wonder I don't think anyone got that on the first time you said uh, it. That's so. why I explained
1: it, but okay. I'm trying to imagine. I jeez, I hope our listeners like under the age of 20 know about the Amanda Show. That was the first sketch comedy series I ever loved. Think about it. Did you watch? Did you not watch all that? I did watch all that. Was all that pre Amanda show? Yeah. Then I watched then, both because
0: Amanda Bynes was on all that, and then it like spun off into her uh, own show with Drake Bell and others. So then never mind. I guess all that was my first sketch comedy yeah, show. Yeah, because Keenan was on there.
1: Keenan's just been in sketch comedy his Isn't whole that a cool life. Yeah. yeah, he went on to. Go on to SNL, like the grown-up, all that. He's st- <laughs> <laughs> I think we should definitely start calling SNL that. Like, hey, he's on grown-up, all that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Even though SNL's been on the air for like Longer, many I guess. <laughs> since the <laughs> 1970s yeah. and all that has been Dude. off the air for a long time.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> we didn't bring you on to talk about sketch classic, comedy. Classic
0: Nickelodeon shows. Classic
1: Nickelodeon shows and sketch comedy. No. No. We're talking about a very different kind of show, and I'm not even talking about the Lizzie Bennet Dyers. We are talking about some breaking Pride and Prejudice news, people. Uh, the people who make some TV show called *Pull Dark*—is yeah. that how I say no, it? I don't know. <laughs> some <People>. whatever. <laughs> Those people uh, from Mammoth Screen are making a new Pride and Prejudice show. And uh, th- this was announced several weeks ago, but they're sort of like it's like time for the next generation's like big screen adaptation of Pride and Prejudice.
0: And I like this tagline because it says, "Hold on to your bonnets." <gasps> A dark and adult TV series of Pride and Prejudice is being made. So dark and adult are in quotes. That
1: means <laughs> nudity, one hundred percent nudity and dark. I mean, let's talk about this because, I mean, obviously there have been many Pride and Prejudice adaptations, mm-hmm. least of which is the Lizzie Bennet Diary. That, that insults the Lizzie Bennet Diary. <laughs> you know. our <laughs> The humble web series that could. <laughs> the little web series that could. Yeah. Um. And, and we talk about it all the time. And But I feel like, you know, the majority of Jane Austen fans maybe don't know. Like Like, my mom is like a big Pride and Prejudice. Like, anyone yeah. who was like... Alive and Breathing in 1995 when the BBC TV series came out, like, okay. fell in love with Colin Firth. Like, that's where he became a total heartthrob because he was our, like, Mr. Darcy. And so then after that, like, 10 years later, we got, like, the Kira Knightley movie, which apparently is still controversial in some circles. <laughs> Not to us, though. It's real. And uh, that was a great adaptation. Yeah. And then... We kind of got Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, but that's definitely mm. not for everyone, you know? Yeah. So here we are, the new generation. It's It's been 12 years since the 2005 Keira Knightley version, mm. and it seems like, you know, like every 10-ish years, like, I feel like we're a little overdue for a new sure. show, movie, whatever.
0: Yeah, and I mean, what could Dark really mean in this? Because there are a lot of sort of class issues that they could really dive mm-hmm. into because of the fact that, like, sure, we you kind of get a bit of it, like, oh, we're of a different class. Your dress doesn't look as pretty. Mm, that's yeah, it sort yeah. of thing. It's, you're covered in mud. Ew. Uh, <laughs> so it's like it could take a darker turn as far as, like, how poorly treated maybe the, the Bennetts are or how manipulative Caroline turns out to be. I don't know like how how true to the book will they
1: stay as well. Well, what's interesting? Well, I think that's very interesting because I feel like Pride and Prejudice is well known as like a love story. Like yeah. everyone watches it, anticipating that happy ending. But if you think about it, and I feel like we're kind of in the throes of this in the event Diaries right now, like. We're in kind of a dark place. Like Lydia is just kind of like flailing. I mean, like in the books, she was like off partying at the, with the officers. Yeah. Um, But Jane is still very much dumped and sad about it. Yeah. Lizzie has just rejected Darcy and has found out like Wickham, the guy she was kind of into, was a total douchebag. Mm -hmm. And now we're just kind of, the next big event, we're like biding our time until... Wickham and Lydia go off to elope or whatever. Yeah. There are, I guess, some darker themes to explore there that have been overlooked because everyone's like,
0: but it's a love story. And then people make it out to be a love story because of like, even though like, especially with Elizabeth Diaries, when it's like a few episodes that Darcy only appears in, mm-hmm. but like, that's what you remember. That's yeah. what like you're you're waiting for. That's what like all the comments are always about.
1: So like, Dee, we know better. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, I think that, Wickham could be construed as a much more, like, roguish, like, filthy, like, soldier guy. You know, like, there could be a lot more violence there. They could make the war actually going on. We could see war. Oh, man. We could, you know, they could easily say, like, well, let's take this and dial it up ten notches in terms (laughs) of how sad and violent it could have been. This is going to be like the Game of Thrones version I didn't, of Pride and Prejudice. I didn't want to say it, but you said it. I was thinking it. Like People are going to die. There's going to be wolves and dragons. Only instead of the Iron Throne, they're fighting for Mr. Darcy's hand. So it's like it's more like The Bachelor mixed with Game of Thrones said in Regency times, because everyone's battling it out to marry Mister Darcy. So, like, if Darcy's like dead and like I don't know, there could be a dark, dark
0: turn where like Lizzie or Elizabeth as Bennett is holding Darcy's hand, but it's like severed off from his body, and she's like, "I got no. his hand! I got it! I got his hand!"
1: <laughs> so it says down here in this article that I'm reading, I'll post it to the WordPress page from BBC. Dot com, the the woman who's going to be writing this, her name is Nina Rain, and she's a playwright. And it says she's never watched any of the Pride and Prejudice adaptations. And um, she's, she has this quote here where she says, I hope I do justice to Austin's dark intelligence. Sparkling, yes, but sparkling like granite. Like, it's a very dark... Very hard rock. Many people use it to make their countertops with. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the middle class gentry was a lot worse for wear than we thought.
0: I mean, it is interesting that she hasn't watched any. So, I mean, she won't really have any influence of other adaptations Mm -hmm. in hers, Mm -hmm. uh, which is good. We'll see how it goes, I guess. I mean, there's, I don't think anything's been written, nothing's been cast. So it's like very early, early stages. So we probably won't see this for like another year.
1: Yeah, more. <laughs> we'll see promos in a year. Yeah, and this, probably. We'll view the show in two years. Yeah, but think about it. This generation, we're gonna we're gonna get a brand new Darcy. We're gonna get a new Elizabeth. Yeah. We're gonna get a new everybody.
0: And like, what are they gonna do with the cast? Is it still gonna be like an all white cast? Is it still yeah. just gonna you know be as it always has been sort of thing? So we'll see like how how different Nina and uh this production company take it.
1: The rest of the team. We salute you and wish you good luck. And if you want our advice, uh, if you want us to consult on any of the scripts, yeah. any Pride and Prejudice novels, we're here for you. Do contact us. <laughs> at the Pemberley at Podcast. At Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Or tweet us. <laughs> That's a legit form of communication, isn't it? Tweet us. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, we want to give a quick shout out to
0: our newest patron, Emily, who has actually pledged $5 a month toward our Patreon. So thank you so much, Emily. We're so grateful that you have decided to support us. And if you too would like to support us in a monetary way, Mm -hmm. you can go to patreon.com slash the Pemberley and find our patreon there and all our posts and you have access to anything we've previously posted as well if you become a new patron but if you aren't able of course then feel free to share it with share the podcast with your friends that always helps too or leave us a review on itunes and all that kind of stuff so there's other ways to support us other than just giving us money but if you want to give us money
1: We won't won't say no. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I want to say it's a good time. It would be, you know, not a bad time to um, put in those pledges because we discussed Lydia's videos um, on the Patreon account. And uh, we're sort of, uh, her, her adventures have been happening sort of during this whole time. So feel free to check it out. So let's dive into the
0: episodes then, starting with episode 67, Back Home Again, written by Margaret Dunlap. Lizzie is finally back from Collins and Collins, her two-month vacation visiting Charlotte. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Bennetts are back home together under one roof.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely much needed, even though I love the shameless plug that we start the episode <laughs> yes. with, where uh, Lydia forces her sister to endorse her videos.
0: OMG, have you been watching Lydia's latest videos? If you haven't, go watch them right now. Which Lizzie admits she hasn't been keeping up
1: with. She's like, oh,
0: I need to catch up to my sister's videos.
1: But I feel like Lydia doesn't take them that seriously. Because she's like, well, now that you're home, I'm not even going to work on them <laughs> anymore. I'm just going to yeah. like crash onto yours and you'll do all the work. And I'll just be the talent.
0: Lizzie has a brief line of like saying she needs to give Colin some time after the blackmail. Because maybe she's a little worried that he might be mad.
1: I gotta say, if I were Collins, I'd be a little pissed off at getting blackmailed, you know? It's just, just living my life. I was a kid, I was doing my thing on the stage, and then some girl who, like, works for my business partner is like, let my best friend go on vacation or I'm going to post this on my videos.
0: (laughs) We've seen Collins flustered, but we've never seen him angry, so I don't know what he would even look like angry.
1: I was thinking, I don't even know, like, she was like, I'm going to give him time to cool off. I'm like, what does a hot-headed, like, angry Collins even look like? What if he's just silent? Instead of, like, talking super fast, he's just, like,
0: angry and just silent.
1: And like gives us daggers, like death yeah. stares. <gasps> that would be worse. Yeah. That would freak me out. That's true. Ooh, ooh, that's scary.
0: He didn't like all of her tweets. And she's like, oh, he's mad. <laughs> mm.
1: Oh, yeah. Didn't retweet and be like, oh, I just loved... No, he loved nothing. <laughs> Not even Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, and then, so we get to see, after Lydia makes her brief appearance, and like, woo, yay, I'm here, everyone's back. Mm-hmm. Then we get to see Jane... The lovely Jane.
0: I mean, just to acknowledge it,
1: this episode is
0: like, we're just seeing everyone kind of enters in one at a time and we see everyone and it's like, hey, Lydia's here. Hey, Jane's here. Hey, Charlotte's here. Yeah. And sort of, I mean, it's like great to see everyone. Not a lot happens in this episode. Yeah. We're not
1: putting down no. the filler episodes. <laughs> you know, we had to make it to 100 some way. I know. Um,
0: Which, actually, that makes me, like, wonder, like, was 100, like, a milestone they were just trying to get to? Because some of these episodes are more, like, there's not a lot of plot going on, and sometimes co- comments really speak to, speak to that as well. They're like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Where's Darcy? Sure, like, they just want to see Darcy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... We don't see a lot happen here other than, like,
1: you know, Jane's still a little sad about what's mm-hmm. going on. Oh, well, I'll tell you one pretty important thing that happens in this episode. It's like, I would say mostly it's like, we're home, we're together, happy Thanksgiving. And then Lydia bursts in and is like, OMG, did you hear?
0: No, of course you didn't. Hear what? George Wickham, G-dubs the Abtastic, is back in town.
1: Wickham's back. And Jane's like, oh, that's weird. It's fall. The swim season isn't now. And she's like, (laughs) he's back in town casually. This casual guy is casually back in our casual town. Lizzie, are you going to see him since you're so casual? And I'm sure Lizzie pre-Darcy letter would be like, yay like Wickham's back maybe pff, whatever I'll see him at Carter's or whatever yeah but now she just goes and we're done
0: that's true I forget that like she knows now Darcy's side of the story so she's not ecstatic to see Wickham or even know, like care to know that he's back in town But Lydia, on the other hand, is very aware of the fact that Wickham is back in town. She is keeping up with his tweets. She knows where he is all times of the day. Why, Lydia? A little too
1: enthusiastic.
0: I mean, she really brings it up in front of Lizzie. She's like, aren't you excited since you're so casual? And casual, really emphasizing the word casual.
1: I mean, basically, this is her saying, are you still into him? Or can I have him? Yeah, exactly. I don't usually see Lydia as someone who's gonna be like, Yes, I want my sister's seconds. No. (laughs) But it's George Wickham, you know, with the face and the abs and the you know. You know. Anyway. I
0: mean even from that from that moment when she's before she spilled the water on him, Wickham like looked at Lydia up and down and you're like, Mm -hmm. This is trouble.
1: This is no. Can't have this. No. Like, shut it
0: down. You are still with Lizzie, kind of, and you're already looking at her sister, mm-hmm. and she knows anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this episode, there's not really a lot of drama. Just the mention of Wickham is there. So, we want to get to the drama.
1: But yeah, going to the next episode. <laughs> next episode, episode sixty-eight, leftovers, written by Jay Bushman. All right, let's talk about the drama now that we're here. Now that Because, I mean, theoretically, we as the audience don't know what's in Darcy's letter. Yeah. I will say in the book version, the letter tells us that Wickham was supposed to get this money and he did take it. And then he, like, gambled it all away. Mm -hmm. And then he asked for more. And when Darcy said no, uh, he, like, pursued his younger sister, Georgiana, and basically, like, held her as emotional, like, an emotional hostage, basically. Like... Hmm. I'm going to break her heart. I'm going to do what, Like, basically, like, pay me to stop dating your sister because I'm a total Ugh. rogue douchebag. You know I'm no good for her. Like, pay yeah. me to go. Like, he, he just became this virus that he's like, pay me to go away. And I'll go away. And wow. he did. And he won. And what's interesting, that side of the story is the reason that we haven't heard Lizzie share anything with anyone. Because yeah. she was like, that letter I can't share because it involves people I've never met such as Gigi, and she, like, wants to protect. She, like, knows Darcy's protective of his younger sister, obviously. Mm-hmm. In this episode, she shares with us the half that doesn't involve Gigi. So we do get some information out of her.
0: And I I think it's interesting that Lizzie admits that, like, this is something she hasn't shared with anyone. I think mm-hmm. Charlotte even tries to get it out of her. She's like, so I mean, Charlotte's the one who makes her say it on camera. Mm-hmm. But off-camera – Lizzie hasn't told anyone? That she hasn't she,
1: told Charlotte? She says, I haven't told you or my sisters, which mostly the sisters would mean like Jane. Right. And, and I mean,
0: if she had told Jane, maybe somehow Lydia would have found out. And of course, like that ruins, you know, that that story. Because then why would Lydia get involved with Wickham? I guess it's, it's conceivable that she could still be like, well, if, That's he true. wouldn't do that to me. Yeah, like, yeah. Even if Lydia knew this information, if this Lydia knew this information, mm-hmm. would that really have changed her mind? And, you know, it doesn't change her mind because Liz, Lydia is someone who does watch these videos, who keeps mm-hmm. up with it. And she could easily think like, yeah, that's, well, that was Wickham when he was a teenager, you know, yeah. he was just starting out college. That's not him now. Yeah, She doesn't really know him yet. Yeah. But
1: no one really knows him. Except, no. Except Darcy. Except Darcy. Yeah. He has seen him. <laughs> He's truth. seen the evil in his soul. The truth. Yeah, this is already the, this is, this is our new protagonist of the dark version of Pride exactly. and Prejudice. Like, how sick is that? He he uses like a 15 year old girl's crush against her. Cause, cause I mean, I, what I was thinking about is because, um, Charlotte does a great job here. I mean, she, Lizzie's basically, she starts the episode off like, ha. I have an evil plan to get rid of all this food. My mom keeps right, making all, all, all this leftovers. food for our non-existent husbands and children. Uh, i'm gonna invite my best friend over and she's gonna take it i've never had turkey soup in my life i've never yeah is it like chicken soup with turkey i I guess
0: so i don't know (laughs) i guess
1: we'll find we should make turkey soup this year for thanksgiving anyway so we she's like yeah tell us what's in the letter we all know it's wickham related and she's like what what do you mean and you know she tried yeah she's like so easy to win over like no yes no yes. I mean, okay. Yeah. (laughs) But like Charlotte's reasoning is... If hypothetically you have new information, you really should share
0: Darcy's side of the story. She has let Wickham tell his side of the story on camera. Yeah. Even though it was... You know, Wickham was trying to act all noble, like I can't say, like it's, I, it's just, I can't talk about it on camera. I don't and want then to
1: hurt the Darcy family. Lizzie
0: was the one who was like, well, we can do costume theater, and technically, we're not breaking any of your moral, you know, moral your code alleged morals, or anything. Yeah. yeah. So then he was like, all right, I'm Batman, whatever. <laughs> so- <laughs>
1: That's hilarious, and so. We we get the other side of the story that um, Darcy just handed thousands of dollars to an eighteen year old boy. I feel like we don't talk about that enough. Eighteen year old boy, who's that good looking? (laughs) (laughs) So there, I
0: I yeah. There's questionable (laughs) actions on both sides.
1: Oh no, I I don't mean to say that Darcy was the stupid one for giving him the money. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying, you know, this
0: was always a possibility. Yes, (laughs) I I completely agree with you in saying that, like, Darcy giving Batman, if you will, (laughs) all of this money at once, giving, yeah, like a teenager all of this money at once, what do you think they're going to do? Like, and sure, like, he was entitled to the money. I don't know. Because Darcy could have easily, you know... Had a I don't know a payment plan or something. Or well, like, I think he like, should have. You done will get one year's worth of college money on this date. I the guess, next year of money on this
1: date. I guess I'm also thinking he had to write a big fat check at once. Like you yeah. usually can't withdraw that kind of money. <laughs> and he, well, I mean, you I know, we don't know how rich people we of finances I work. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I think Darcy should have stuck to the original plan and been like, no, I'm going to send checks to your school. Have a nice life. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> go to class, don't go to class. I mean, I, I don't think that it was like, I think the money like went to Wickham's head. And I'm sure, yeah. I mean, think about it. Let's say hypothetically, Darcy had paid the university directly. I still, like Wickham would have gotten in trouble anyway. He just would have gotten in trouble with less money.
0: <laughs> he would have gotten kicked out or something. Yeah. So it's like, it would have been a waste. And yeah. or I mean... The school would have been like, we're going to make a building or something. We're going to improve our
1: library with this money. The Wickham-Darcy. Yeah, the Wickham-Darcy library. Library. (laughs) Exactly. That would be hilarious. This 18-year-old kid spends all his money on God knows what. Like in the books, I think it was like gambling. okay who knows there's like a ton of things I mean
0: Wickham is such a frat boy
1: so I'm just like imagining like getting four years worth of probably private school money all at once and I'm like how would where where would I even like start blowing that money I would blow it on like travel probably
0: I'd be like there was a book I saw I think I want
1: yeah I'd be like well I'd like to get the brakes fixed on my car (laughs) that's how I blow money I get the brakes fixed on my car Anyway, but he spends it on, like, real, like, rich people stuff. Like... He must have, like... Batmobiles. He could get the actual he
0: Batmobile. He could get the actual Bat. Maybe he has the Batmobile, and that's why he calls himself Batman.
1: That would be... Like, I can see that as, like, a <laughs> drunken mistake. Like, he's like, guys, wouldn't it be freaking hilarious if I had the Batmobile? It would be,
0: like, Adam Scott's Ben Wyatt in Parks and Rec. He, like, bought the Batman costume. Oh, my
1: gosh. For Treat Yourself Day? Yeah. But when you're rich, every day is Treat Yourself Day. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, at yeah. the end of it, she's like, blah, blah, blah. He spent all the money. And then when he asked for more, he was denied it. And Lizzie does a great job of stopping the story there. Because yeah. Because after that... It actually gets worse. Right. And mm. she
0: doesn't even hint to the fact that like, oh,
1: and there's more Charlotte, mm. but
0: I'm not going to tell you the story.
1: Yeah. She really just stops it there. Yeah. No. And that's great of her. I think it's interesting, next that she, even after like sharing that side of the story, which is actually factually pretty consistent with Darcy's. I mean, they both have very different sides of it. Yeah. But it's both both fit. They're like, yeah, he gave me the money. Or actually, no, he said like he didn't give him the money. <laughs>
0: What was yeah, a, no, a story? No, Wickham's story was that he didn't give him the money, so this entitled young college kid
1: couldn't go. He couldn't go to college. He, was, he never was a
0: college kid. Yeah, he, he never
1: went to college because of the fact that he didn't
0: have the money to go to college.
1: So both stories are consistent in that George didn't really go to college. He didn't go to college.
0: <laughs> didn't even step like on campus probably. So
1: maybe he went in the pool, yeah, <gasps> or the hot tub. <laughs> Rich people go
0: in hot tubs. Anyway, that, so that's crazy. Yeah, he spent all the money before even being enrolled, probably.
1: That there's a whole story there. Maybe they should make that Pride and Prejudice spinoff. What was George up to when he was <gasps> supposed to be at studying? We don't, we don't
0: see it.
1: No, that's that should have been that's a video spinoff. The Wickham, you know, the Wickham Diaries. diaries. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I don't see it as like a diary. The wicked Wickham. I don't know. <laughs> He could have just him in Vegas just, like, <laughs> I mean isn't that where he and Lydia meet up oh. dun, dun, dun. it could be in any rich people let's take it up a notch what if he meets the, what if he goes to like Monaco or like <laughs> some rich people gambling place like up he, on a different level like up here
0: I don't even know, so I'm like Vegas, Vegas again. (laughs)
1: European Vegas. (laughs) In Thirty Rock, there's this really funny episode with Jerry Seinfeld, where basically they develop the technology to put take Jerry Seinfeld from his TV show and put it in any show, and Jerry Seinfeld is like confronting Jack Donaghy about it. Okay. And they're like negotiating terms, and Jack Donaghy is like, "And you tell me the name of the country that only rich people know about." It's very funny. (laughs) And what's the country? I forget they made up a name. No, they made up a name. They like made up a name, made up a country. Oh, okay. But it's like very funny to me. Yeah. But that was a that was a bit like the country only rich people know about.
0: Yeah, because I don't know those countries.
1: No. Nope. So after Lizzie finishes telling this story, not only does she like not rat Georgiana out, but she is still not 100% sure that she has the full story. If true, I mean, this is also the guy who admits to breaking up his best friend and my sister. Well, that's the key, isn't it? He admits to what he did to Jane and Bing. Doesn't prove anything. She's like gotten Wickham's side, she's gotten Darcy's side, and she's like, I still don't know if this is the right one.
0: Well. I mean, she's still getting to a point where she's starting to trust Darcy. She's not completely there yet. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why she's still a little wary of both sides of the story. She knew Wickham better, but then she also saw his character and, you know, seeing, being like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving. didn't Like, I told you this. Or, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Kind of treating things very casual when she's not a casual person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Darcy still was really mean to yeah. her and mean to her family in a very upfront manner, like, in, like, in the videos, and so she's still hurt by that, too, so I think... She probably does believe Darcy more, but doesn't want to openly admit
1: that on the video. Still so much hesitation. Yeah, because even Charlotte said, like, I think you should trust this story because in that same letter, the third part to that letter was when he was like, yeah, I broke up big and your sister and here are my reasons. Like, he didn't deny breaking them up. He was like, yeah, I broke them up. And if he was honest about something that painted him in a negative light like that, then why would he lie about this part where, like, he, he does look like the better person, but you know what? actually happened
0: that's why it's good that charlotte's there because she's the one who was like well darcy has a point because yeah like yeah he was upfront about all the bad things he did and wickham wasn't it's is just like trying to still charm his way out of everything yeah though that, that
1: charm can carry you for a long time yeah <laughs> and it has but we get an excellent darcyism when lizzie admits i think i'm a little bit grateful for darcy's letter it ended up being illuminating one of my favorite darcyisms well, let's jump to comments. I think they'll be happier. Jumping to the comment section now where we read original
0: YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired for episode sixty seven. Oh goodness. XXX Golden Gal XXX. <laughs> no no Wickham. No no Lydia. Oh my god, no, stay away. In all caps. In all caps. That's why I was kinda of shouting.
1: Alyssa is not home, says obligatory Jane hair is amazing comment. We didn't mention this earlier, but Jane was like fixing her hair as she got on camera. And she's like, hi, it's so good to see you. Fix, fix, fix. She's very
0: nervous about being on, I don't know.
1: Also, she was wearing like a very delicate hairstyle that I think could easily fall on her face.
0: Phoenix rising, 777. seven seven is anyone wondering how Lizzie is going to finish three more internships by the end of the semester she only has four weeks left at best and has only interned at Collins and Collins She has established that this is her last semester and Charlotte recommended one month per internship. Look at episode
1: 52. (laughs) I wanted to bring this up because I feel like we don't talk about this enough. like schooling and the timing. Yeah, because like earlier in the video, she was like, oh, I've got class. I've got this. I've got that. And I'm dependent on holidays and weekends to record these videos. And now she's like, I'm not going back to school. I'm well, she's not really an intern. She's like shadowing the companies. But think about it. A semester is like four ish months. And she wants to observe three companies Mm -hmm. in like one month per company. And she was at Collins and Collins for two months. Yeah.
0: Two months. I forget that she was actually, I guess, kind of interning there. Like shadowing, Shadowing observing, whatever. Hopefully that counts for her college
1: credits. (laughs) Oh, well, I think that's the point. There was that episode where it was all arranged in like a matter of like a bunch of phone calls and everything. So she's not like going to class. She's observing these companies. And I just feel like we need to acknowledge it because that's a weird place to be in life. Yeah. Going to work, but like not doing anything.
0: What do you do all day? Then?
1: She observes. Like, she she probably takes notes, interviews people.
0: And just makes videos. And Sips she has, like, in. free Wi-Fi to make her videos. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> edit her videos.
1: Living the dream. Morgan Bot says, I think that Jane would have protested if Lizzie had turned the camera off. If you've read the book, I think that's what her character would have done. Continue to act like nothing is wrong even when her heart is breaking. And I think that Lizzie cutting the video at the mention of Wickham is not only true to her character and her own personal hurt, but there is some rather telling information in Darcy's letter about that individual, which she's already said she can't talk about on camera.
0: Yeah, it's always like whenever Lizzie's like, When Lizzie's with Jane and she can sense, like, Jane doesn't want to do this, she's like, I'll turn the camera off. And Jane's always like, no, 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 you can keep it on. It's fine. But when Lizzie wants to be done, she's like, nope, camera off. We're done. We're out of here. (laughs) And I wonder if Lizzie should be a little more, like, aware of that and, like, turning off the camera when Jane's, like, clearly upset still. Yeah. You know? Jane is someone who's just too nice to be like, yeah, turn it off. I don't want to be on camera. I don't think we ever see Jane and be like, yeah, actually, I don't want to be on camera right now. Can, yeah. we, can we not do this? Let's wrap
1: it up. She doesn't want to ruin her sister's videos. Yeah,
0: she's too nice of a person to be like, oh, walk in. Oh, you're recording?
1: Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye, Lizzie. I'm not going to talk to you for like the next five minutes. Yeah. That's, it's a weird thing. It is very reality show-esque of like, yeah. you know, this is their lives and they've just had to deal with it and be co-stars in the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, but it's not something that anyone in this family signed up for. Sure, Lydia's happy to be in front of the camera mm-hmm. and Jane's sort of like, hey, okay, if it's for school, like, sure, <laughs> but they didn't sign up to have their
1: private lives posted on the internet. And that's, if you think about it, that's how this whole Diaries. The whole diaries got started. It's like, we have a new guy who just moved in to Netherfield. Exactly.
0: Comments for episode 68. Cassidy Parker Knight says, Honest people sometimes do dishonest things, and even liars tell the truth sometimes. I love it. Call me a nerd, but it reminds me of *Serious Black's. We all have both light and dark inside of us. What matters is what we choose to act on. That's who we really are.
1: Like, yeah, we have the choice. Like, no one's inherently, like a liar or an only honest or maybe she is saying that honest people and liars that's what she like divides the world into and everyone sort of bleeds together
0: people can't be perfect like sure you're gonna mess up sometimes but it's like what you do after
1: you mess up is what shows your true character nobody's perfect i gotta work it again and again till i get it right that's hannah montana it is hannah montana you live and you learn it i'll admit it i had her cd i still remember all the words i'm just a word rememberer um, call you a nerd sometimes call me a You're ne- just
0: like Hannah Montana
1: You know that uh, You know I'm I'm a nerd about a lot of things I, I hang on to a lot of media That I should have forgotten like <laughs> 10 years ago But I still remember that in the Barbie movies And we've gone over this uh, Nori Saleem says If you think about it, it was entirely win-win for Charlotte <laughs> She got the story out of Lizzie And went home with a bunch of free food When you're poor, free food is a godsend but Charlotte has money now, she has a job Yeah Whatever. But she's happy to take the ga- I don't, the gallon. I never heard of anyone soup. I it's weird. It's weird. Yawanda. I've never
0: heard soup measured in gallons.
1: It's weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend Missus Bennett's methods to making a ton of food. And I wonder how big that Tupperware was of stuffing. Yeah, because I, I think like, about like a gallon of milk. I, I imagine I just like a gallon Ew. of milk, but filled with like Ew. broth. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Animal mad Jojo says.
0: I think I'm a little bit grateful for Darcy's letter. It ended up being illuminating. Darcy punches the air unironically. <laughs> so this yes. is someone imagining what Darcy would be doing when watching these videos. Totally. he She used his word.
1: She said she's grateful for the letter. I imagine like a warm fuzzy feeling spreading over his heart. Because also he was, she defended him, you know? Yeah. She like was like, Wickham's a liar and here's the proof.
0: I like that he's probably at work and like you know things are going on he's like i have to go and like he like it's
1: like 9 a.m yeah it's time to go he's like,
0: like is in his office and like quietly just like with headphones watching the video he's like yes
1: and he's and like the- like <laughs> folding his hands on his desk and someone comes in like mr darcy not now
0: <laughs> i told you between the hours of 9 a.m and 9.05 a.m i cannot be disrupted
1: <laughs> that's hilarious
0: we didn't even plan that I know. <laughs> we just <laughs> 9 at 9:05 no one talked to me and <laughs> um, maybe to 9:10 cuz i need to rewatch it <laughs> yes
1: and then several other times throughout the day A <laughs> yeah. liber whatever says very cool i especially love the way that the last time she mentioned the letter she said she didn't want to publicize things about people she'd never met hinting to us in the hypothetical scenario that we're completely in the dark without the book Yet this can't be the whole story, and the way they update Georgiana's story to Gigi is something I'm definitely looking forward to. Smiley face.
0: We know that something is gonna go down with yeah. like, like what happened with Gigi, but we don't know what like so far in the in the modern adaptation. So, yeah, that's still that part's still a mystery to the audience, even if they know
1: it the is. Book. This easily could have been one of those storylines that are updated to like a non-romantic yeah, storyline. Yeah.
0: I mean, so far people were like, oh, so the Charlotte uh, Collins was a business proposal mm-hmm. and people were worried that like, oh, is this going to end up with Darcy offering Lizzie a, a lucrative <laughs> job? Like, <laughs> Lizzie, I've been watching you and I finally have like the heart to tell you that I want to offer you
1: a job a job but
0: oh she's like gosh. oh my goodness Darcy and then
1: she'll like turn to the camera and be like this is the real love ladies <laughs> get that job get that promotion break the glass ceiling yeah <laughs> i mean like i'm all for that but I we're know. like I a real love story <laughs> we are like
0: no no not knocking that but not, also but also
1: we like want we the good juicy stuff we know what
0: we're here for yes
1: <laughs> we know why we came this is what we paid to see
0: yes So we've got the hint of drama afoot, and we'll (laughs) see what happens next. Yes. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast
1: at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash The Pemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, the where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye.